Hello, happy Saturday. It's episode 51. I'm going to do something I've never done before and recap the Joe Rogan, Kanye West podcast I just watched. I have fresh eyes. I just came came off of it and I cried at the end. I cried at the end. It made me wake up to a lot of things and um, I just can't thank Joe enough for letting Kanye be free and letting him talk like he did. Um, I feel stupid right now. I'm like choked up for no reason. I don't know what's going on. Um, but anyways, here's the intro music. Let's uh, let's do a podcast. Hi guys, it's Jacqueline. Let's get into this. I just took a little breather because I realized I sounded congested from being all choked up and I felt stupid, but I'm just, I'm just being real. Okay. Kanye West brought me to tears in that episode. And I kind of feel like a sports newscaster person after the game recapping it. And I do want to keep this concise. I know we all listen to a three-hour episode or we watch it on YouTube. And the last thing you want me to do is regurgitate everything he said and speak it back to you on this podcast. You know what I mean? Like, I took four pages of notes here. I uh, I was, like, remembering the days in college when I would go to an event and I have to take notes and, like, write a an article on it overnight. And I kind of – I don't know. That's, what, that's how I approached that episode. I, sat, I laid on my couch and I – it was really absorbing everything I could and writing down as much as possible. But again, I just appreciate the fuck out of Joe for like letting Kanye run free and speak freely and not trying to steer him any which way. Um, and I loved his assessment. And this is what I think um, Joe's amazing at. Obviously, he's just the greatest of all time, you know, interviewing people. But I really liked his assessment of Kanye and um, how of his monologue like Connie spoke for a long time in the beginning and I loved how Joe told him how he deconstructs things and he finds flaws in the systems and he reimagines them and he creates in his head like a new solution for the problems he sees in the world so that was helpful because honestly the first I'd say <laughs> I checked the time I think I was 20 minutes in and I'm like what the fuck is going on? What the, what is this top? What what topic are we on? I was so confused, and then as the conversation was going on, I realized, um, and when Kanye said it himself, that he describes thought in five different ways. He has this, he has symphonies of ideas in his head, and he's his way of the way he expresses himself is saying all of them at once and then like somehow it comes back home and he bring, you know he sails the ship back to the harbor and he makes sense but um uh and again joe is saying he assessed the fact that he he's all over the place and he has a different power source he's like an over he's like over he's his horse the horsepower he has is like 10 times the normal person in his brain and for he's also very productive so it's crazy anyways um I'm kind of at a loss on how to go into this again I'm new at podcasting this is episode 51 but I've never recapped an a, another podcast before I don't know if this is a thing but usually on Saturday I do a Q&A and today I'm like I got so email at the end of that and here's what I want to say the big takeaway I I 
I have about Kanye West and that episode is that Kanye is the perfect person to put all the top thought leaders and visionaries and inventors in the same room to get the ball rolling so we can start redesigning the world. And I think the reason I got emotional a little bit, there's a couple of reasons. Honestly, when he was looking really distraught when Joe was asking about the military, you know, and if shit goes down over in Syria and like, well, how's he going to handle it? I looked in his eyes and I got emotional because I realized how much empathy the guy has and the, th- the thought of uh, human life being lost um, was hard for him to think about. And I loved, uh, this is a tangent and then I'll get back, get back to the thought leaders and shit, but the fact he admitted and he was very honest and open about him being a civilian and that he doesn't have the information presented in front of him to speak on this and say exactly what he would do um, in, in situations with um, the military and, and conflict, um, I thought that was really refreshing. And that makes me trust the guy a lot more um, because he's a civilian. He's on our level and he admits that Yes, he's going to, when he gets into the White House, and he spoke as if, he said when, not if, he spoke as if it's going to happen. And um, uh, when he's presented with the information and he's got the the best of the best, all the experts around him to advise him on what to do, um, he's going to make the right decision. He said, um, I've never made, I'm reading a note here I took, he's like, I never make the wrong decision. I, I never make the wrong, uh, I never make the wrong decision. Did I write that twice in a row? Sorry, I'm rusty. He always, when he's presented with information, he makes the right decision. He never makes the wrong decision. And that's a high, you know, that's a big statement. But I do believe that based on what I've witnessed him do with his, all the different enterprises he has and all the shit he's involved with and all of his companies and his music and how he's gotten himself out of debt and everything, I think he, he's got something to show for that statement. He's a, he's brilliant. And I think it's, it's troubling for me to, it's troubling for me to think about people like watching that episode or listening to it and calling him crazy and bipolar and manic and all that shit, because I'm like, when I get it. Like, I get it because I know I have a tendency to go off on 80,000 tangents and I sound a little ADHD and whatever, but it's a. I think that represents his genius and his ability to, like Joe said, like, deconstruct and, like, find solutions. And, like, as he's speaking, he's, like, reimagining the world. And I think that's beautiful. And, um... Anyways, but as far as what I was saying about putting together the top thought leaders so we can start moving the needle forward and and changing the world, um, you know, I think he's got the influence and the power to do that. And I think it's very timely. We're all talking about it. You know what I mean? Every time I'm on TikTok or every time I'm, I don't know, just even on Twitter read and shit, it's like people are like, oh, this is the great awakening. We're all waking, waking up. And I think because of the information age in our Ability to, ability to see corruption <laughs> 24-7 on the internet, um, I think it's time we take that information and we change the world and we start, and we start, mo- and we start 
actually doing it because he made a great point that we're, we've been, we're, we're stuck in a loop. You know, we're constantly in the same loop. Everyone's been put in a box and we, the world runs the same way. It's like every four years, elect a president. It's like same shit, different year. The way we all operate and communicate and talk and how he made a good point that a lot of the ways the world works breaks apart the family system and it makes people, um, and it suppresses people and, you know, we're at heart, we're all little kids and all we want is love and connection and community. And I think that, that the loop and the system is, you know, it's, it's, a, it's old, it's old school. It's not modern. And so I don't know how it's going to be done, but when I was watching that, I was inspired. I'm sure so many people were who get him that weren't like, this guy's crazy. You know what I mean? If you actually like thought, think outside the box and you watch that, you go, damn, it's time. I think it's time. And, um, you know, another great point he, he made is that, uh, if people, this is like a weird example, but it's like, if people zoomed out, like if you're going to, if I'm t- talking about like entrepreneurs, business people who are looking at, oh, looking for a way to make money that would, um, you know, help people. But it's like, how many hot sauce varieties do we need? You know what I mean? It's like, he made a point that people should zoom out and look at the world and design something based on freeing people and bringing people happiness instead of making another version of hot sauce. Like I think we need more people like Kanye to zoom out and look at the big picture and assess the whole situation. I love what he was talking, you know, he mentioned, you know, how we have the resources. We have the, we have everything we need to fix homelessness and feed starving people and Every issue in the world can be solved if, it, if if more people zoomed out and made decisions. And he was very, he spoke in a, his whole life, you know, is about serving God and everything he does is, is for God. And, and I think that's beautiful. And, um, you know, I used to be religious and it's kind of been, you know, it's not a part of my life anymore, but I get, I get him. If more people were selfless about what they were doing and, made decisions based on 7 billion people and helping and freeing them and bringing them happiness. I think the world be in a better place. And that's why I said, if we could bring together, uh, I don't know, a hundred Kanye's and yeah, Kanye, build your uh, gospel university with a hundred thousand gospel singers. Like you want to do, do that. Right. But it's like, can we get a hundred thousand thought like um, geniuses and like, have everyone put their heads together and like really take it seriously that we need to make some changes and we need to reform shit and we need to as Connie said have a paradigm shift or whatever he's like the guy loves words you know what I mean I think he was rapping it at one point and like trying to come up with something and I don't know people are so tied down and in this stuck in this loop where we honor we're honoring money which isn't even real and Connie and I've I don't know. My concept of money has always been like it's energy. It's all money is energy. That's all it is. It represents something like if you have, it's so crazy. Like this is like my own tangent. <laughs> I do have my own takeaways. I, again, I don't want to regurgitate that entire podcast where you're like, I just listened to Jacqueline, like s- summarize what Kanye said. I don't want to do that. But like, if you have money, 
like, I don't know how, to, how do I say this? And if you think of a homeless person with not, with no money, it's like, they don't have, it's, they don't, they're not able to go interact with another culture and travel and move about the world and expose themselves to new things and new ideas and new people. And it's like the more, and that sucks. It keeps, I don't know, it like keeps people stuck in there. It, you know, it's a class, there's a class system. And when you have money, your whole life experience can be more vibrant and you can, it, it can literally energize you. He made the point that, um, he talked about meetings He's like, if I, if I fall, if a meeting makes me fall asleep, he's like, I'm not about that shit. He's like, there's a difference between energy and excitement and money can energy. It, it, it like energizes your life and it can transport you to new places and expose yourself to new people. And you can actually help more people with more money. And that's why I think it's, it's stupid to say that like you shouldn't chase money or whatever. It's like, well, if you want to help people, you kind of need to, you need to have it. Okay, and I think all the like I said with bringing a hundred thousand people or hundred hundred geniuses together, it's like get all the rich people around with, you know, that have their geniuses because they've been able to, you know, build their wealth and their empires and and invent things and like look at Elon and and what he's doing. It's like get those people with those resources and that money all together, and um, I don't know, money's energy. What was I saying? Oh, I don't know this. Again, I'm, like, nervous to talk about this, and I was kind of, like, feeling stupid in the beginning. I'm, like, of course, Jacqueline's going to talk about a Joe Rogan episode with Kanye, and she's going to sound so, like, I don't know, like, whatever. I don't – Kanye doesn't care what people think, think about him, and neither neither do I, so whatever. Um, well, let me look at my notes here, just collect my thoughts. Let's do a little timeout. Um He's the human. I wrote a note here. He's like, I'm the human version of Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> like he, he's like, you look at a hundred photos at, like on Instagram in two seconds, and he's like, that's how I talk. Let's see. Oh, the talking, the soundbite he wanted everyone. Again, I'm just regurgitating it, but he was talking about a 20 foot high balcony, and he's like, the fear of falling will make you fall. So eliminate the fear, and you won't fall. Like, oh, that was fucking beautiful. Um, I don't know. The notes I took are so all over the place. But um, I don't know. Let me just try to zoom in here and see. You know, again, it's like what I said about we're not, we're all awake to the fact that shit's fucked and we need to make a change. And it's like, when? You know what I mean? So I just hope and pray and I don't know. Like, it's almost like just send out an invitation to a fucking birthday party and the literally Kanye's birthday party. Kanye, invite people to your birthday party. All these nerds and geniuses out there that are going to fucking change the world and help like the masses. Invite them to your birthday party. Send out a little card to them and like let's get people together. Because all these entrepreneurs, all these tech people, all, they're all, everyone's in their own little bubble inventing shit that a lot of it is unnecessary. Back to the hot sauce example. I feel like what I woke up to and got emotional about is I think more people, and I, I'm repeating this, is need to zoom out. And I th- and I thought about myself. I'm like, fuck. I'm like doing a podcast to work on my mental health seven days a week. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm practicing what I'm preaching. You know what I mean? I'm offering up these ideas I have and I'm inviting people to think about this shit but I don't 
I don't know. Like, honestly, I'm, I feel like, okay, I'm nobody. But I, I fuck with Kanye now. I'm like, well, I, I was, I think I've gone a long time misunderstanding him because of what the media has blown or thrown in my face. You know, I, I wasn't a, I've never been a diehard Kanye fan, but the shit I have seen, I was kind of, you know, I question him and I'd be like, what the hell? But now after that, and I, again, can't thank Joe enough for letting him speak and do, and letting him go and, uh, talk like he did. Um, now I'm like, shit I just want to be in the room with him and I just want to work on shit and change the world like if if you watch that this is what pisses me off if people watch that there's I feel like it's split down the middle some people would watch that or listen and they would be like he's crazy he's bipolar he's manic and the other half are like wow I'm inspired I'm fired up let's actually redesign the world you know what I mean he made so many great points and I'm glad I took notes to try to like keep try to like understand it um I don't know what's another great quote he said he's like people to Joe ask is is Kanye crazy no people say that Kanye's crazy and Kanye's like no yay know who yay is that's kind of cool what what else do I have here this is like a recap like I just watched a football game I'm on you know I'm in the I'm in the studio now I'm like you know touchdown like I'm I don't know I'm talking about a player um, I liked what he said about kids needing to understand how real life works. Stop dumbing shit down for little kids to understand. Like, teach them how actual, like, adult, like, life. Teach them actual life skills when they become adults. I thought that was a great point. Uh, he doesn't fuck with solar panels. I wrote that down. Um, forgot why. Um, you know, here's what I think... <laughs> I just love, I just love that so much. I'm kind of like, I'm fired up and inspired. And I usually, like I said, do a Q&A on Saturday, but I couldn't, I just couldn't finish this day without talking about it. It's, I have fresh eyes and fresh ears. You know what I mean? Um, just trying to like go over things here. Oh, I love what he said is time is love. Love the things you put time into. Um, I believe that world peace is possible. Time is love. Uh, he made a great assessment of modern society. I wrote here that we're not maximizing our resources in our existence. We're not maximizing our resources in our existence. And that goes back to what I said about it's, we have everything we need to feed that homeless man down the street and end poverty and debt and ev- like literally every problem in the world can be solved. We have the resources for it. We have the human, we have enough brain cells out there in the world to fix it. And it's frustrating. And I saw his, I saw his, I guess like he gets, you could tell he's distraught about this, about the fact we're not max. We're not, we're not moving the needle forward. We're still stuck in this loop. And I'm stuck because I'm stuck as a mid-20s, you know, white chick in Southern California. Like, I'm just sitting here going, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I'm a little bit paralyzed after watching that. I'm like, what the, what do we do? And the only thing, the solution I took away from Kanye today is I think 
mix, like you said, mix brilliance and bravery, Kanye. You're brilliant. You're brave. You say it like it is. You have no fear. You're God fear. You're the most God fearing man on the planet right now. I want Kanye to take action, bring the people together somehow that could change the world, and let's fucking do it. That's all I had. That's my biggest takeaway, and I can't stop thinking about that. I know we've got there are one offs. You know, we got like the Steve Jobs of the world. We got the Elons of the world. <sighs> that's like the only example I can think of. Who's another amazing? you know, Bezos with the Amazon, but I don't know. So that's a little bit controversial. People are like, it's killing, you know, brick and mortar. And I don't know. Uh, but imagine if they're all together, you know what I mean? If there's some sort of like, you know, he's got gospel university for the gospel singers he's putting together. It's like, can we have a genius university? And like literally every, I, I don't know. Cause there's a lot of riffraff with other countries and conflict. And I just envision people from, all over the world coming together. How like a, a, how cool would that be? Because we've got it. We've got it. We just need it concentrated. We need that concentrated genius. And as far as politics in the United States, because I know that was a kind of a... It was the... Uh, basically a good chunk of the conversation. Again, I'm paralyzed. I'm, I don't know how to actually fix that, but you know, he made so many excellent points on, especially he got into like Black Lives Matter stuff and, and how the Democrats talk about black people and everything. But I feel like something's got to change. Like we, I don't, but I can, I literally don't know how, and I don't think it's productive for me to try to like unpack in my brain right now how to fix stuff. But obviously uh, having a two-party system and how everything works is kind of fucked. And uh, anyways. Oh, I have a note here. My own personal thought about how he said he, you know, Connie or Joe asked him, why do you think there's, why do you think uh, people think there's something wrong with you? And, you know, he, he's like telling a truth is crazy. It sounds crazy in a world full of lies. That's another poetic line he said. You know, he said he describes things in five ways. He's the human version of Instagram, and he has a symphony of ideas he talks about. And you know what? I listened to him say that, and my takeaway, my little thought is that it's not that's not that big of a deal. It's pretty simple and straightforward. He's just he's just a unique mind that we're not used to. And that's pretty simple. Like, there's nothing. People think there's something wrong with that. And that's why the world's fucked, is that we can't appreciate it. We, we don't look at him, or he's been so misunderstood and mischaracterized by the, the media. And we don't look at that and go, wow, that's beautiful. That's amazing. That's um, incredible. And look to him for answers and ideas and everything. I don't know. I do kind of want to keep this concise, like a 30 minute podcast. Cause again, we all listen to that three hour episode and I just know, I don't know. Um, I wrote Joe's not a complex like reporters. Some people want to create Joe's like some people want to create a viral moment. It's formulaic when Yaman reporters are, they interview, like they'll interview Kanye just to get a soundbite out of him for a viral, a viral moment. And that's, that's fucked. Um, 
to see what else is here. Thanks, guys. I, I hope you're having a good Saturday. I don't know what to say. I'm like, uh, thanks for listening today. Again, I'm new at this. I'm tr taking a chance. I'm recapping a podcast. Like, again, I don't know if this is even a thing. I know, I know people mention, like, oh, that episode of this or whatever. But I'm, like, a sports reporter person right now just trying to. Well, I, I don't know. Um, speaking well is white. That's funny I wrote that. Um, oh, I liked what he said about, like, the English language is, like, how kids are taught how to spell two, five different ways, like, T-O, T-W-O, T-O-O. He's like, why can't we just put the letter two down? And he's saying, like, the English language is not really part of, like, the genetic makeup of <laughs> fucking black people. He's like, that's not how we talk. That's not how we actually talk. So that's, I thought that was interesting. Anyways, what are your thoughts on this? Shoot me a DM. You can always DM me. And I know one person uh, mentioned yesterday when Joe posted the picture of him and Kanye, he's like, I want you to talk talk about this on a podcast. So I take that shit seriously. Give the people what they want. I was sitting there taking notes like I was in, you know, I was back in college at a, you know, I, I did, a, I did, maybe I'll just tell this story because it's fun and it's sort of something different than the Kanye episode. But when I was over in London, I was tasked tasked to go to an event like a ballet you know a cricket match like a play I went to the National Theater and I watched I think what what was the play was it Medea I don't know I would or I'd go to like an art gallery I went to Henry Matisse's art show thing and then I'd go to it and I'd bring my little notepad like I did when I watched this Kanye episode and I'd take notes and then overnight my, my professor would be like 2,000 words, spit it out. You've got one night to do it. You go to the show at night, and then I'd stay up all night writing, and then it's due the next morning. So that's kind of how I feel right now. I'm, like, reliving that. I don't think it was ever 2,000 words, but it was a lot. Oh, yeah, another thing I related to kind of, um, I always say, like, people are just people to me. I don't, you know, just because someone's famous doesn't mean shit to me. I've never been phased by it. I don't know. I, Again, I, I... Just being honest, it's how I think. I like what he said about standing in line to get on an airplane and how him and a surgeon that does, like, heart surgery, world-renowned surgeon, him and that surgeon saw that the coach line was moving really fast or there wasn't any line to go in the, on the plane, so they just went and did that instead of waiting in the first-class line with all the people with the Gucci belts and all the fancy shit that were too good to go in the other line. And he, he said that I'm, I'm here to serve and I'm not better than anyone. And his mentality is that's it. You know, he's a billionaire and he gets it. He's real. He, he's honest. And I trust the guy, like, especially what I said when he, when he talked about himself as a civilian and what he, um, you know, that was, that was nice to hear. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think more fucking people need to swallow their pride, check their ego. It's crazy. You know why I, I really, I, I did another reason I got emotional. I feel like I got emotional for 10 reasons. Uh, I got emotional cause I was watching him talk and I go, I've misunderstood this guy for so long. I thought he had the biggest ego and then he's this crazy ass, but he's got this 
brilliance about it, about himself that comes across like that. But I think when at the end of the day, his heart is so pure. He is so empathetic. And he wants to make the world a better place for his kids. That's his goal. Like, how can we teach the children to, you know, provide for themselves? And he was talking about, like, farming and being, you know, he, he has these visions of sustainable, sustainable farming and sustainable homes and redesigning, you know, the way communities look and everything. And, you know, I think that's awesome. I think that's so pure. And it's like, wow. Another reason I got emotional, man, I was just, this is an emotional wreck of a day, but it's how I spent my Saturday. Honestly, I did some work this morning and I was like, I got to watch this episode. I got to, I got to sit down, park myself on my couch on a Saturday afternoon <laughs> and listen to Kanye West. But, um, lost my train of thought. Wants to make the world a better place. Um, kids, what was I saying? Oh, I re- I realized and I got emo about the fact that I've been separated from my family or I chose to separate myself from my family by moving to California. I don't have any family in California. I don't live close to family at all. And when he was speaking about how society breaks apart, you know, the family system, it deconstructs things that should be like the actual currency instead of like money and success and building a lifestyle and career for my, I'm speaking about myself and projecting about living in Southern California in your twenties and doing your thing down here separate from your family. The real currency is relationships and community and family and knowing your neighbors and having a farm together and growing your own vegetables and shit. I love, by the way, I love how Kanye was like telling uh, Joe asked him about his day-to-day life, which I think was a brilliant question. Like, what does Kanye do every day? He's like, I drop my kids off at school, and then I hang out with the chefs in our kitchen, and, you know, we work on recipes that are healthy and everything. And he's like, you know, he's talking about how the chefs, like, half-ass it. They only do, like, 60%, like, 100%. Uh, he wants 100%. This meal was made or it was grown on the farm. He doesn't want anything bought from a store. I just thought it was funny how he called him out on that and – uh what a day I feel good I think that it did energize me that episode got me emotional and it energized me at the same time because I really want to see in my lifetime I want to see progress I want to see drastic progress and my heart and soul wants to help the homeless like that is what is close to me and what I really struggle with witnessing here in San Diego I live in a city it's not as bad as LA but I do see it and I'd love to be a part of Connie's genius club even though like, I got a fucking head I, I got a headset on I'm a podcaster I could contribute that to the club but like I want to I would love to see him bring together the people the most brilliant people in the world so I do believe he has the power to do it and I think back to what I said I think that's the most I think that's the beginning of it I think we're all on the same page about the world things need to change we want to we want to see a change in the world <laughs> and all the systems especially in the United States and the politics and how our um, society is is constructed I think we're all on the same page about that but now it's time 
to actually get all this all the people in the same room that can fucking do it take action now's the best time to do it okay we just went through a washing machine this year in 2020 pandemic struck us crazy ass election struck us and we're like we're upside down a little bit and I think everything's been exposed we know what's up let's let's do it it's time and um anyways I think I'm gonna end on that note just like the fact I mean the fact Connie wants to shell that little Swiss cheese looking shoe for 20 fucking dollars he wants to make like the Honda of shoes or whatever like he wants to make it cheap I love that because my perspective and my opinion of him was always like, why are the Yeezys $10,000? Like, I didn't get it. What's the point of this? You know, he said it himself. He doesn't like that. He doesn't like how his tours were so outlandish because he was trying to prove it to the man. He had this gladiator mentality about what he was producing with his shows and his clothing and everything that it it's so like extravagant but he, now he's god-fearing he does shit for god he's like i want to help i want to bring the world happiness i want to make the i want to make a change for the seven billion people on the world well he, he narrows shit down he wants to be the leader of the free world in the united states but i do believe he looks out at the entire globe he i love how he said oh you know what's the, what's earth worth I thought like what's you know how much does earth cost i thought that was great but you know the fact he wants to make that shoe 20 bucks is like damn that's it i don't know if he's a changed man i don't know if that's always been his mentality but what i just listened to and witnessed i was like i i fuck with connie heavy i'm like you really brought me to tears <laughs> i was just so like wow this is amazing so i will end this now I will be self-disciplined. Um, I Let me know in a DM. Shoot me a DM. What you thought of that uh, episode. Like Joe said, the guy's full of awesome. He's very interesting. He's, uh, and Joe's like, I'm crazy. I'm crazy too. You know what I mean? It's just a different kind of crazy. And he wouldn't, if, if, if they both on this there are two different guys they're definitely you know they have so many similarities and obviously so many differences but at the end of the day they're full of energy they see shit in the world that's messed up and i think joe does a great job at seeking people out or i don't know how exactly it works but exposing or interviewing people and exposing all these ideas to the masses with his platform and I think today with Kanye, it just went to another level because of how Kanye thinks and how his mind works. And I think it was refreshing to hear his ideas that are so zoomed out and so in the future. Because it's easy. I think it's easy to be in the loop as a civilian, <laughs> as a citizen in the United States. It's easy to be in a loop and look at what's going on in the world and be like, okay, I don't like this. I don't like that. Da, 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 da. But Kanye's like shooting shit out. 10 20 50 years and he sees stuff in the future and what he how how he wants it to look and that's refreshing and i really appreciate um 
fuck out of him after that episode. Okay. I'm going to go back to, it's currently like 4 p.m. Let me just debrief with you guys. Check in. Because I, I know this is a daily a daily thing I do. I always update you on my life. But uh, I don't know what to say about today. I'm like coming off of this emotional roller coaster watching that episode. I'm going to probably... I didn't work out this morning. I let myself sleep in. And I don't know. Maybe I'll go work out. And I don't know. All my brain can think about right now is how the fuck are we going to change the world? Like what... I'm stuck on that. I know I'm going to spiral all day. This is what happens to me. And I'm trying to embrace this about myself. I know I'm going to spiral and overthink and probably write a bunch of notes and then talk about this again tomorrow. But I'm trying to embrace that part of me. Um, This podcast has made me realize how much I fucking write. And then I didn't. Like, look, I've been writing forever, but I've never been talking about the shit I write down. And now I'm talking about it. And it's like, whoa, this is part of who I am. But... And then kind of related, but not really. I don't know why I'm going to say this, but I noticed how in the beginning of 2020, I was so uncomfortable with my thoughts and being alone because I obviously, you know, got locked down. I moved to a new apartment by myself. I don't have a roommate or anything. And I've pretty much been alone all year. Like I've been in this glorified, like beautiful prison cell. I haven't got, I mean, I do get out here and there. I'm social sort of, not really, but, um, I've gotten to this place with myself where I've never been this comfortable alone. Like now I've gotten to the other side and I'm like, this is so healthy. I feel content. I feel at ease. I feel very like home with myself. And I don't know if I, if anyone out there has been struggling with their mental health this year. I'm just assuming you have because Jesus Christ, what a year. But um I think it gets better. The more you're alone, the more you're stuck in your thoughts. You know, obviously I have some help with therapy (laughs) and doing a podcast and help, you know, that helps me talk or that talking it out helps me. Um, But I do believe the longer you stew in your thoughts and think about shit, I think at some point you'll realize that 99% of the bullshit in your head is not worth thinking about. And then you just don't think about it anymore. I was talking to my therapist about this the other other day. I think it was, what, last Friday? I was like, I legitimately, and this is no bullshit, and I'm going to toot my own horn because I'm very proud of this. It's been a hell of a year. I legitimately do not have negative self-talk anymore, and I don't go into loops all day and think about the stuff I don't like about myself anymore. And I don't know, it's like a light switch went off. It just like, st- I just stopped doing that. And now I have all this extra thought <laughs> or all this extra time to think about fun stuff and the, the stuff I'm interested in and curious about. And then I get to talk about it every day. And I I don't think a podcast seven days a week would be possible if I was, you know, negative all the time. And it's crazy. It's just not worth it. I don't know what I could say right now to make you snap out of it or to help you, but because I I do want to somehow with this podcast help people and like what is it that I did I think I got really honest with myself I literally wrote out everything I hate like everything I say to myself that's not helpful and I burned it I don't know why there's something about fire that it's just very cleansing to me I guess like cleanse the energy I'm not into crystals and spiritual shit but 
I lit that bitch on fire in my sink and then I put water over it. And that was kind of a symbolic moment. And of course, I still thought of bad thoughts for a while, but the fact I wrote it down, which is maybe something you could do, helped just to see it on paper. And I don't know, maybe have I told, I don't, I don't like to, I, I complain a lot about society. I bitch about things that's relatable. I don't necessarily think it's healthy or, or helpful for you guys to know every little insecurity I have because I don't like to, bo- I, I bitch about people bonding over the internet about all of their problems and how I think that keeps people stuck. I don't think it's the most productive way to help people is just re- by just relating to them and speaking about mental health all day long. So I'm going to keep it surface level and let you know that I think it were the, I, I hated the common things most people hate about themselves, especially women, like, you know, body issues, self-esteem stuff, self-worth, um, not p- thinking I'm a fraud, not being proud of myself being in my twenties. Like what the fuck have I done with my career? Uh, you know, at one point I was just like, Jacqueline, why did you go blonde? <laughs> what the hell is that? People are going to think you're crazy. You're going through a quarter life crisis, which that doesn't, my blonde hair, by the way, represents the fact that I'm fun. I'm a, le- I'm a ray of sunshine at heart. And I honestly just January hit. It was like 2020. I want to go blonde. I wanted to, I want to know, I wanted to know if blondes have more fun. And I can confirm that that's not always the case. Cause I was formerly depressed, depressed blonde the beginning of this year and now I'm on the other side and I'm I'm having a gr- I'm having fun I'm having a great time but I think it's funny how I was like in my head about the fact I went blonde anyways yeah but all the like cliche insecurities most people have I had and now I don't think about it I just love myself I embrace who I am and this obviously talking it out is obviously like cured me in a lot of ways and yeah so anyways I love you guys a lot Go listen to that episode if you were like, what the hell did I just mention? <laughs> Please listen to it. And if you if you have or haven't, like, I just hope you look at Kanye in a as a pure hearted soul who like genuinely cares about the well being of humanity and not this bipolar manic narcissist egomaniac crazy person because that's what that's what I mean that is that's not fair after that episode if anyone thinks that I don't I don't fuck with anyone who has that has that opinion of Kanye at the after that episode I just I don't get it I'm really excited or excuse me I'm really um grateful that it finally happened we finally got that podcast and wow all right happy saturday i'll be here tomorrow and you know what i'll i'll uh i'll do the q a for sunday i asked instagram for questions i normally do a q a today but it's gonna be a sunday q a instead so stay tuned if you're a patron for your patron shout out if you want to support the show if you liked if you liked what you listened to today uh you can go fund my podcasting career no you can go support the show over at patreon.com slash tjms and you can um, subscribe to my youtube channel to watch the podcast monday through friday if you need a little friend to hang out with on the internet i don't know i I just like shit shoot the shit most days and today i feel like i had to had to get deep had to talk about that episode it was a good time 
All right. Happy Saturday. That's all I got. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hello, my patrons of patreon.com slash TJMS. How you doing? It's time for your shout out because you guys are awesome people. I don't know. You guys are great people, as Donald Trump would say. Great people. Uh, we have Ricky Jensen. We have Trevor Garrett. And we have Eagle One. You guys are the, the three amigos today. Okay. What did I call you last week? I think you were the Mighty Ducks. This week you're the three amigos. Um, I, I appreciate you a lot. Thank you for your support. Hope you're liking the show. Hope you're having a good day. All right, guys. I love you. I'll talk to you tomorrow for Sunday's podcast.